Hey y'all, on today's Katie on the Flipside podcast, Cullen and I sat down and talked about our marriage, kind of gave an update on our relationship and how things were going. We have this up as a YouTube video on our Cullen and Katie channel, but I also wanted it to be available in audio form if you guys wanted to listen to it because I feel like there is some good, useful information in there that is helpful or has been helpful for us over the year in kind of understanding each other and really being able to make some changes in our relationship, how we fight, because yes, we do still fight. It happens. It's marriage. We have disagreements and things aren't always going to go perfectly, but I wanted to be able to share this with you guys too. So um, I've got the audio here in podcast form so you can listen to it. So I'm going to roll that now. Um, we, the title of this video, if you got the title, I don't even know, I think you probably did, was a relationship update. So we were going to talk a little bit about that. And, um, yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about, little bit, little bit about. And, and what that involves, um, we, I might have to get a piece of ice. <laughs> um, okay. So like, what was it a year ago, two years ago? I don't know. My brain was in another whole world and Katie came to me with this. Thing called it was a year ago. A year ago. She came to me with this thing called an Enneagram or something. An Enneagram. Enneagram. I don't know. In the in this in the um, light of being like super real, can I just actually tell them what happened? Because I feel like sometimes like saying things yeah. makes, yeah. makes things process. Um so yeah, we were on a date night and um, I had taken it. Why are you laughing? Just, it wasn't funny. No, it wasn't. I mean, I guess it is looking back for you. Yeah. Do you know what I'm about to say? That I was completely spaced well, on it and okay. like, Let me didn't just... care? So anyways, we were on a date night and I had taken it and I'd been like listening to people talking about it. And so I was like super um, excited about it. And I already was annoyed because Helen was kind of like half checked out of dinner anyway. So I was like, here is the link. Like we were sitting at the table together. I texted it to him and I was like, here, take it. Well... If it tells you anywhere about where he was in his life, he fell asleep at the table, sitting with me at the table, taking this thing. Yeah. And then... That's how boring it was to me at the time. That's exactly what it was. So then <laughs> we um, walked out. And this is not to like... I mean, this is part of your story. I feel like after, no, no, yeah. after we listen to the three step, I'm like, this isn't to like put your negative things out there. It's to like tell your story of what you've overcome and yeah, no. how amazing that is. But then we, I got all pissed off and we got in a fight and then we walked to the car and I literally like sat down to like text the babysitter and tell her we were coming home and I looked over and he was asleep in the passenger seat, like snoring. So mm -hmm. um, that's where we were in life at that point and we are super grateful to not be at that point yeah, in life right now. Yeah. Um, but that was, it was a really rough thing and I th feel like for me, sorry, I know you were going on a whole different train of thought. Oh no, this is actually good. But, like a year um, ago, I would have taken a total different like a um, defense or offense mm -hmm. to this, but I'm just this is good. Like you said, it's part of the story. Because of, well, and because of what we've learned, you've learned that not just for me because of who I am, but because of like what we've been through, that it's helpful for me for my side to like say it to process it, so that because I like need to feel heard, I guess. Yes. Like I need to feel like you realize that that wasn't just what it was to you at the time, which was just like a random funny thing. But anyways, um, 
Where was I going with the rest of that? I said something about, oh, dang it. I was, you texted the babysitter. And then, yeah, yeah, but then you said. A, a, taking the test the first time and how, uh, how much of a bad experience that was. Maybe somebody else can tell me where I was going. <laughs> no, it's something else about, um, oh, no, I was just going to say. There this is. is kind of, I found it. I found it. It was there. Um, I was just going to say how it's kind of been, this is an example of one of the many things that's been an important part of the process is for him understanding and for me to be able to express that there are certain things that come up that may seem like, oh, we're just going to talk about this or, hey, take this test again. And to you, it's like, oh, yeah, I was going to do that a year ago and I never did. But to me, it like puts me back in a whole state of like what just came out of my mouth. I literally like relive the night in my head and I don't intend like I don't want to I don't like to but it's like my brain has to replay it all for some reason yes I don't yeah. know why our dogs keep barking I mean, you to get on they're being extra protective because there's an extra dog here I guess so um yeah and we'll kind of uh, dive into this in a little while um probably more in depth but that's one of the things as far as my Enneagram number goes that I despise is when people bring up the past because I'm so forward thinking, I guess, in, in my number in a sense. And I never, never realized that. Like, I, I don't despise it now because I know that you need to hear it and say it and process it. And But you like, I don't know. For I me, think you used to think I meant it. I used to take it. Yeah. I used to like be like, why are you doing this again? We've already been through this. We've already done this. We're over this. We're on to the next step, blah, blah, blah. But I totally get it. What um, you don't realize is it's played through my head like a million times. So when I say it for like the million and one time out loud, to me it's just like, oh, hey, I've been thinking about this this whole time. And you're like, why are you all of a sudden bringing that back up? Yeah, like, yeah. It's been there. Hey, Judy, it's not a replay. You actually caught us live today. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Sorry. Yeah, we saw your comment yesterday. Yes. It's like, I always miss these. But no, <laughs> we're live right now, Judy. You are on it. Um, and we do read y'all's comments. But um, what was I going to say about Sorry, the whole... Oh, I was going to ask a question to you guys. What, have y'all taken the Enneagram test and not fallen asleep the first time you took it? And if you have, what number are you? Because that will... Um, I want to just see numbers in the comments yeah, because I just want to see what I everybody see if is. if anybody's taken it and all that. Um, I'll pop something up on the screen for those of y'all that don't know. The Enneagram... Should like, we tell them uh, what we are first? Yeah, I think, oh, okay. I mean, kinda, if you follow us on social, you probably do know what we are, but um, let's just see. Uh, so we got uh, this one and this one. So these are the nine. There's nine different numbers that you can fall in. Um, the perfectionist, the helper. Y'all try to guess, too, what we are if you don't know. Oh, yeah, if you don't know. The perfectionist, the helper, the achiever, the romantic, the observer, the questioner, the adventurer, the adventurer and the asserter. And then there's another... You uh, get a four and a nine in the comments. Okay, keep, you keep going. There's another diagram on the screen there that kind of breaks off the wings of uh, what goes together. And if you notice on that diagram, the three, six, and nine are like the the um, the, the core, I guess. The triangle. The, the yeah, like triangle. the hierarchy of the, the diagram, which is really interesting. And the more I've like dove into this and actually took, retook the test and started thinking about it, I've been like looking at podcast and downloaded a book and i'm just like whoa how do they how, how do you know this yes there's so many what? things how are you doing this but i think the cool thing about taking a test like this and discussing it with your spouse or like knowing what somebody else is is understanding things like that like 
knowing that the things about me that whatever you know what I'm saying yes 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 <laughs> um let's we see. got a two wait you're a two and is that your wing or whatever is it three two and wing three six the first time you took it and a nine a year later that's, that's an interesting, interesting topic thing. we talked about that like could you change over time because i've changed so much in the years since i took it there's several things as we were listening to stuff about mine i was like i, don't, I was like that but i feel like i'm not as much like that anymore yes yes um two three seven six nine there's several that i've never seen anybody say they are like like what do you mean like, like i've the, never seen a one a i've never one? seen somebody uh, yeah. say oh i'm a one yeah. Um, um, let me, I was going to get a link and post it in the comments if it'll let me to the Enneagram test because somebody wanted to just take it. And if you said, just Google free Enneagram test, it should pop up. And, but. Yeah, it's E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. Yeah, just Google it and it'll pop up. And then, um, yeah, you need to take it. It's like what, it's just a 14-page thing. And I think that's part of what got me is like I hate taking quizzes and tests and I thought I was being quizzed at that time mentality, uh, mentally, I, I was like, this is just a quiz, just to see how crazy I am type yeah, of thing, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so, um, I, I, Look at that. I just copied it on my phone and pasted it on your computer. What is really cool. life? Okay, I just commented it. And then, um... How do you block people on this thing? Can you? Um... Wait, oh, hover. And then uh, open like that. I Sorry. Know. I don't know. Sorry. No, oh, don't no. add that to the <laughs> okay. uh, um, I don't know how to do that. But so, um, there's the website right there. If you wanted to check it out, go check it out and uh, see what you are. But it's just one of those like never, always, sometimes. Is that it? Never, sometimes, always yeah, yeah, type yeah. things. And they ask you questions. But they repeat questions in a different way. And I'm like, you're trying to trick me. <laughs> and then I'm like, how are they going to know this? But you have to do it in like a calm mindset nothing else going around and you have to like just answer honestly i think was the biggest thing because yeah. i wanted to like try to trick the system or yeah. you know like fake it out even though it's really weird because there's some questions i was like not 100 percent sure about and i was like how are they going to know and then in the end i was like whoa that's how they do know because those ones you aren't sure about are the ones that like tell them who you are yes. or whatever so so, um, if y'all don't know, I am a, or what do you do? Do you want to talk about what we are? Yeah, it's legit. It's legit. Somebody asked. Um, yeah, let's talk about it. Oh, yeah. It. It's like a thing. No, it is. If you, if you search, like if you search on Instagram, the hashtag, probably Twitter or whatever you like to use, Facebook, um, search the hashtag Enneagram and you'll get a bunch. If you search Enneagram and your number, like hashtag Enneagram, you know, two or whatever, then you'll get lots of information that will make you be like, ugh. Anyways, um, I am a six. You are a six. And my wing is a five, whatever that means. I mean, I know what it means, but I don't really know what it is. Um, and I just realized this is a, a thing we took because you can find your kids' Enneagram numbers too. And this was a, a screenshot I took from one. Oh, about you did kids. the kids one. But it still has a lot to do with you as well. Mm -hmm. Like, so I'll just, I'm just going to leave it. This is, this is so gains too. Gosh, it's crazy. So if you were to, have you noticed that you ever worry about safety more than other absolutely. people? Absolutely. Extreme consciousness. This is so crazy. And I think this is what is the best part about this test is like literally, like you said, I think figuring out who your partner is. Mm -hmm. and This what, is kind of hard. Cause I feel like this is more kid stuff. I'm like, yeah, mm, yeah, maybe so. I don't know, but you, we can keep reading it. Yeah. Uh, just, let's see. Um, 
Give me another screenshot. Yeah, yeah, I'll find you and talk yeah, about, talk about something else for a minute. But um, yeah, one of the biggest things is uh, with Katie over the years, she'll like, for instance, when we were about to go on a beach trip, this was like back in the uh, worst, worser parts mm -hmm. of our relationship. Yeah. We'd be about to go on a beach trip or a vacation of some sort. And we would have to, in my mind, I felt like, again, I was being either quizzed or finger pointed at or um, you better not act like this or do this scenario but in her now that I realize what was really going on um, she was just pulling her six out and just yep. was like taking care of every crazy scenario or bad scenario that she thought might happen and having a plan for it and um, Sorry. over time you know I've, I've realized that this is what she likes to do, this is what she needs to do, and this is how she acts when we have uncertainty in our lives totally. in, in a certain situation. So for her to sit there and be like, okay, so now what if you're walking down the beach and somebody comes up to you and offers you some drugs? <laughs> what are you gonna do? And I'm like, first of all, the trip's in two weeks. Second of all, what? Why would anybody offer me drugs? You never know. You because never it's know happened. If anybody's gonna it's offer, happened. yeah, well, that's true. It has happened in the past, but like, it's just like, what? What are you even talking? About? So, and then that's just, just pull it over here. that's just demeaning to her when I question it like that. Like, yeah, what are you even talking about? So, I don't know. It's not gonna let you. Uh, Can I zoom it in? Zoom it in. Like, no, oh, you have sorry. to crop it All previously. Right. All right, guys. Look, wait. X out sure? of it. Yeah, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. We're noobs. Just at this. X out of it. Hit the X. Oh. Right there oh, on the side. There you go. Um, so, yeah, just having that pre planning um, scenario, worst case scenario, is, if, is one of her things. If you like know a six or um, are a six or whatever else, or learning about a six, then you'll know that part of that is not just, like you said, for me to feel like, you know, in control or whatever else, but it's basically my way of feeling like security and predictability and all of those things, which it's so interesting because like really before we knew all this stuff, um, was it what for my birthday? <laughs> I, Cullen was like, what do you want for your birthday or Valentine's day or something? It was like right after we were overcoming the stuff we were overcoming and he was like, what do you want? And what did I say? I can't remember exactly. I said, you I said, want... said, I want predictability, um, security, security and, love, and love or something, something like that. that. And it's like, you know, to me, I felt like that was due to our situation and what we had been going through. But, I mean, that's just like me in life. Yeah, you know? yeah. So the six is... Uh, Hang on, there's another one that's I bullet it, points. The, um, that. Where'd I go? Uh, I got it. The six is the committed security-oriented type. Sixes are reliable. Hardworking, responsible, and trustworthy, excellent troubleshooters. They foresee problems and always foresee any foster. problem that could possibly happen yes. in life. That is my job. <laughs> but can also become defensive, evasive, and anxious, running on stress while complaining about it. That's so true. Like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I'm so stressed out and I'm, this is so annoying. Blah, blah, blah. Um, they can be cautious and indecisive, but also reactive, defiant, and rebellious, which is interesting. They were talking about that today, and I was like, I don't know about that. Um, they typically have problems with self-doubt and suspicion, 
hello, I made freaking trust yourself merchandise. And that's like, as we've been learning about this, this was like the core of the this type six was yes, like not yes. being able to trust yourself. Yes, that was insane. Seeing those words, those those two those two words, trust yourself. I was like, what? You just make merch like that? Yeah. This was before we even like knew what the Enneagram was I was, was about. in the middle of designing the trust yourself stuff when I found out my Enneagram number and I posted it on Instagram and I was like, what the heck? I'm currently designing these trust yourself shirts. At their best, internally stable and self-reliant, courageously championing themselves and others. I don't know. That description, it makes sense, but I feel like it's very wordy. Where's the one that's bullet points? There it is. Let's see. Basic fear of being without support or guidance. And that's the whole, like, not trusting yourself thing, too, because it's like, if you feel like you're not going to have guidance, then it's like, well, shoot, I can't trust myself to make the right decision. So, like, what if I don't have guidance? That's going to be crazy. Basic desire to have security and support. And then, oh, that's me. Enneagram 6 with a 5 wing is the defender. I don't yeah, know what that means. I don't either. With a seven wing is the buddy. Like know. you defend people, like you're like, no, he didn't do that. He didn't or are say you that. defending yourself? You're like defensive, I guess. Defensive. I yeah. guess I do yeah. tend to yeah. kind of be defensive. How many times early on, even in our relationship, and even today, like, and but because of my mindset or mind state of mind or whatever, you would always say, "I just want you to tell me what to do." Yes. Or I would just want you to just like take control no, and like call the power company and ask them about this bill. But see, I didn't used to. And now I'm like, "What's wrong?" What's good? Like just because I'm more husband, father, clarity, clear-headed. I guess yeah. I don't know. I feel like as far as my mindset goes, actually, previously, like recently, I feel like I've been more like, "Can you just handle this?" But recently, previously, I was more like, no, let me call them because you're not going to ask them about this and you're not going to do, you know, like I would be more worried about that kind of stuff or you would call them and then I'd be like, well, they said this, like, well, how are you going to just tell them that that's okay and you're going to just pay that extra money, you know, right, what, I'm, you right, know what I'm saying? Right. But I feel like I've kind of, that's some stuff that I've kind of been overcoming is that my way is not always the right way. Like there's more than one way to do things. Um... You just said something else that I was going to say something about. Um, how many times have we said this, this, and this? Uh, I wish you would just tell me what to do. Oh, yeah. And I think the other part of that is something that I've always said is, like, I wish you would just, like, why can't you just tell me what I'm doing wrong? Like, yeah. tell me what I need to change. Tell me what I need to fix. And you were like, I don't know. I guess it's just, a, I guess if you come from a background where you're... Like, I don't know. I guess it's the problem solver type thing. Like, I like to solve the problems and think about all the different ways that things can be done. So, like, if I'm not doing it right, tell me another way to do it. Because certainly you've thought of five other ways to do this in your head, but you haven't because that's not you. You right, know, like, right. I have because that's how I am. And so when Cullen will do something... And I am in my head like, oh, but wait, there's like this way he could have done it and this way he could have done it. So I'll be like, oh, but did you realize you could do this? And he takes that as me being like, you're an idiot. You did that wrong. But I'm the six that like comes up with every scenario of how you could possibly do this. Try to figure out the best way to do it, which I think is part of the five wing. Like the mm -hmm. researcher, the like making sure you know everything before you make a decision and all of that. Which is good in this, and I mean, it's as annoying as it is sometimes, it's also good because there's other times where I'm like, I've learned over the past 12 years, obviously, but like just to like, 
Hang on, let me talk to my wife about this first. Because there's like nine times out of ten, you always think about something else that I haven't thought about. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah. But then we end up like getting in an argument about it because I've already got my mind made up and I shouldn't have even asked you in the first place mm-hmm. because you bring up all these other, like picking a freaking meal at the drive through is oh like gosh. pulling Torture. teeth sometimes. Torture. Um, <laughs> and I shouldn't have been, I'm just like, I shouldn't have been asked. I'm just going to get what I. Uh, and, and it's like, actually. The more I've learned about myself, the more it's comforting for me to just let you just pick me something because I realized it's actually more stressful for me when I like try to pick the perfect thing. This is one reason why editing has been really, really hard for me because... Oh, gosh. Oh, dang. I mean, I can't just pick the first song that sounds good unless it just is absolutely exactly what I'm looking for, which rarely happens. But I'll have to list... I'll be like, that's definitely the one. And so I'll write it down, but I'm like, but I need to make sure there's not something better. (laughs) <laughs> and so then I'll like go listen to more and I'll write down like five of them and then have to pick from those. And then I'm like, okay, I've got five. Which one should I use? And Cullen's like, oh, dear Lord, why didn't you just use the first one? <laughs> They're all fine. Uh, I'm going to tweet this real quick and say we're live. I, I didn't do that yesterday. Um, okay. And then, so I Sorry. guess, what do okay. y'all think we are? I mean, what do y'all think? <laughs> I just typed in weird. What do y'all think I am? Let us know what you think Cullen is, and then also, um, if you if you are a six or have any thoughts on any of those things, let me know if some of the things that I've described are similar to your stuff. Um, and then while y'all are guessing, what'd she say? I'm the same exact way. My husband feels the same as Cullen. And okay, so here you go. Send him this live, live stream and be like, <laughs> look at this. Listen to these people. But it's really, it just has been so eye-opening to, like, understand each other. And that's been part of my, like, self-growth process over the year, uh, the past year, is, like, I don't know. I tend to be an empathetic person. But, like, actually understanding that just because somebody's different doesn't mean they're wrong. Yeah. Or just because yeah, yeah. you don't get anxious about this or that or you don't look at every option doesn't mean you're wrong. It just means you are doing things the way you do it. Right, right. So. I heard something on a podcast um one time that said god what was it it's not that you're it's not that your way was wrong it was just a different way to get it done or something like that uh it was just it was a different way to look at it like your way wasn't the wrong way it was just a different way but at the end of the day it still got done there was a there was one and i think the same podcast that said um the second best way to do something isn't wrong. That's or what something, it was. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. Because if you feel like it was like you know if you change a diaper a certain way, yeah. but then your husband does it a different way, that's just perfectly fine, but it's different than what the way you do it. Then that doesn't mean it's wrong. The second best right, way is, right. or the second whatever. Isn't and they even wrong. referenced like the wife went out of town, and so the husband was in charge of keeping the kids uh, over the weekend. And you know, as a dad, I'm, I'm sure you don't have the same standards necessarily as dinner goes and all that we just heat up an uncrustable some macaroni and cheese blah 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 and then the wife comes back in town and the kids are perfectly fine they're alive they're happy everything's fine but then it starts to slowly come out over the 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 week what they had for dinner and stuff like this and you could just sense that they were starting to like pull apart from each other as far as their feelings go but then she like stepped back and was like wasn't necessarily the way I would have done it, but hey, he kept them over the weekend and they're mm-hmm. still alive. Yeah. Like, what? What's the big deal? Like, why even like, worry it's about fine. it anymore? As long as they're not, you know, upset about <clears throat> the kids aren't. You know, I think that's something that 
we've kind of gotten into before if it's like, I remember talking about this in a therapy session, like one of the very first ones we went to and it was like a super stressful moment for us because I was like ready for the kids to go to bed. I was over and done with the day and you were still just like piddling around playing with them or whatever. And I was like, yes. okay, it's nine o'clock. Like the kids have to go to bed. And this was a long time ago or t two years ago, I guess. And you were like, why do you always have to tell me what to do? Like, why do you have to make decisions? Blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, <laughs> to me, that was stressing me out because I was like, I can tell that they're getting irritable. They're getting tired. It's going to be a meltdown and that's going to be even worse. And I was like feeling bad for them more than I was trying to tell you what to do, you know? Yeah, but yeah. then it's also my predictability, consistency, comfort. Planning like, ahead. My day is yeah. freaking over. Like I'm ready for these children to go to bed. Right, right. <laughs> so... Anyways. Um, okay, real quick. Uh, I saw somebody say Cullen is a three. I That's saw right. That too, That's yeah. right. I am a three. Let me get down to that one. So, uh, again, this is a screenshot from one of the kids. I don't know. That wasn't it. I don't know if this is even relevant. Uh, I can find uh, it. Let's see. Where is it? There it is. Um, the Achiever preserves uh, to get things accomplished. Often becomes the teacher's pet. Uh, I was probably a good teacher's pet back in the day, I feel like. You are. You're, so, you're the one who Fit. makes friends with every single cashier <laughs> ever. Like, he's just, that means you're, what's it called? Per, uh, or relationable or uh, relatable. Uh, fits well into the social scene. Likes to be clean, polished, and well-dressed. I took a shower last night before bed, and then I took one this morning when I woke up. You don't play with showers, and I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to shower like a couple times this week. Is that okay? <laughs> um, has a great deal of energy, yet it's become overly tired from too much doing. Eh, not really. I mean, I could, I, could, I like go till I can't go no more. There's a song in there somewhere. I saw a um, thing about um, threes doing work or something and it's like you're either all in like not taking any breaks or you're full-on Netflix and chill like you either mm -hmm. are like laid out on the couch whereas I'm like I'm gonna lay on the couch and also do this and and see know. there's a weird correlation there because like I think I don't know just from the girl versus guy mental status it's like I'm in my Netflix and chill box and then I don't I don't know like the it's kind of like the enneagram numbers and then the physiolog or the um, psychological like it kind of meshes together in that sense because there yeah. are times where I'm like in my box, but then there's I don't know that's so weird that's an interesting thought. Um, okay, let's see what what you just send me here. I'm sending you two different um, adult enneagram things. This one of them. It's not adult content. Uh, that's no, that was yours. Great. Adult content. Uh, let's see, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Right here. Um, but so yeah, I'm an overachiever, and then um, just always going, and then I don't know. It's just real eye-opening. I think the most interesting part of the three for me to understand about you was it should be that and that. It's those two. Okay. Um, the most interesting part to me is the ability to be like two different people. Like a shapeshifter. What's it called? To conform to different situations. And we were actually even talking about this, how I was just like, I feel like I don't even know who you really are. Like, yeah. are you changing your life and, you know, being the way that you want to be because you want to be that way or because you feel like it's going to make me happy? And I think that's been part of my growth too is that initially I was just like no this is how things need to be like I have my like consistency and my patterns of things that they need to be this way and then but then it's like I don't know it's 
hard and it's hard for me then I don't trust myself I don't trust you and I question myself because I'm like well I don't want you I finally got to a point where I was like if you want to live your life in a way that's not consistent with the person I want to be married to then that's fine you can go do that with somebody else and I don't mean that to be rude but I'm just like I don't want to force you to be somebody you're not yeah so then that's something that I worry about with the three. I'm like, don't do something just because I want you to. Yeah, it's kind of, and it's uh, it's hard for me not to, like, take that personally or defensive, like, because I know what I feel in my heart. And we kind of talked about that, too. It's like, I don't know how to express my emotions or empathy or show empathy as well as I, as much as I feel. I don't know. You know what I mean? I guess so hard to explain yeah you say that and I to me I'm just like I just don't feel like I feel like I'm overly empathetic Mm -hmm. and you are like underly empathetic and so to me it seems like you have no empathy at all Mm -hmm. and to you it seems like I'm just way too empathetic Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah well and a lot of it too I think goes back to like childhood stuff too you know I was listening to a podcast this morning actually about that just like how um depending on how you were raised or what was going on in your life as a child you wanted to prove your worth by achieving accomplishments and standing out in that aspect and not, I don't know, like deflecting love, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's so, it's deep. It's I hard. Guess, it's like really taking worth or getting your love from your worth. So like feeling like you were loved for what you did, not for who you are. That's how they explained it. Like yes. feeling like you had to do well to be loved instead of being loved for who you are. Um, and there's so many times where we'll get in an argument or something and my first response is to like list my resume or like my check, oh my, my checklist. Crazy. Yes. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I haven't, I don't love you. I did, I cleaned the gutters. I mowed the grass. I took out the trash. I cleaned the kitchen. And it's just... That was that's just my like an initial thought, and I'm I'm having to like train myself, not necessarily train myself, but like think in your number, or your shoes, and your. It's not just enneagram stuff. It's like a lot of stuff, like mm-hmm. kind of like how we talked about on a yesterday. We've like learned to fight better, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because of that understanding of each other's. Um, we had a generic background of like how we we're raised and that kind of stuff, but our, our numbers and our personality traits, I don't know. Well, it's interesting to me because it would like almost make me, or I mean, does, I feel like you've gotten better about it because you realize it, but, um, makes me like mad because I'll be like, you know, going back to a year ago, well, why did you lie to me about this? Or I can't believe you're doing this again. Well, like, what's the big deal? Because I cleaned out the gutters, I did this and this and this. And I'm like, what does that have to do with the fact that you, like, lied to me and said you were going to Home Depot and you actually were going to buy drugs mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever else? What does that have to do with it? Well, I'm still, like, doing my duties as a as a husband or as a whatever. Mm-hmm. Wait, we never even read those. Uh, I just, uh, people probably read those. Um, I just, I don't know. I think it's, like, you, yeah, what you just said. But I feel like it's one of those things that, it's been part of us understanding each other and yeah. that I have to be kind of understanding of that, which some of it goes a little bit with the love languages. I was too. just going to say, uh, Rachel just asked, do you know mm-hmm. your love languages? And I would actually like to take that again too. Um, mm-hmm. I know just because I know that mine is physical touch. <laughs> um, and being a three and not being like 
as empathetic or lovey as I should, I guess, as I should. I don't know. Like, how do you, how do you, how do you say, um, because there's not, like, I don't think there's a should. Could, I don't know. No, I just think you don't, you're, you don't tend to be as empathetic. I mean, as whatever as you were about As to say. physical touching. Yeah. As you desire. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, just, I guess, uh, taking my mask off, in a sense, and my set stepping, putting my ego and my pride to the wayside to be the husband, the godly husband and the, the person that you want me to be. I don't know. We got in an argument a couple of weeks ago and I was texting you and um, sometimes doing text messages when you argue is a lot better yeah, <laughs> when you can't get everything out because you can like <clears throat> um, write everything down. As opposed to like saying something and then getting interrupted or vice versa, and um, we were arguing about something stupid, but I was like so sure that I was right and I felt like I was right, and that was another. There's so many freaking relationship aspects to this stream right now. <laughs> like we've been in a spot, I think, mentally where it's been a competition as opposed to a team. Mm-hmm. It's like a power struggle versus a. Um, uh, tag you're it like let's work together to um, get this family thing going and um, I don't know it was real when I went to go text you I'm all over the place my brain's like going. Ah. <laughs> okay. when I went to go text you when we were arguing I got the most emotional I was sitting there in tears just writing I'm sorry you're right because I like put my ego aside I like it was almost like I let you win. I don't want to say I let you win because that goes back to the whole like power yeah, struggle. Yeah, yeah. Because it shouldn't be a competition. But like the whole um, pride and the whole three in me of like, uh, I don't know, like just being the person that you need me to be or showing you that, like that, that yeah, hurt yeah. and it hurt bad, but it's those things that I need to experience, those tears that need to happen in order to grow. Yeah. Or something. Well, <laughs> well, and I know exactly, like, I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's interesting to even hear you say that because, like, when I saw you say that, first of all, I was like, what, what has he been reading? Like, <laughs> he's, like, decided <laughs> that, that he, like, understands. So, to me, my first thought wasn't, like, yes, I won. My first thought was, like, thank goodness he understands my perspective. Like, he gets that I wasn't trying to be... I don't... Like, at this point, I'm like, what even was the fight about? I kind of don't... Oh, leaving the room, taking Brooks, the kids out of the room. Yeah, was Brooke, it that night? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Night? Brooke's not okay. putting on his clothes. And, yeah, yeah, okay. Just... And so, I was, like, trying to explain that the way that I reacted wasn't intended to be the way that... You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, more of a relief to me feeling... It goes back to this whole thing. Feeling heard. Mm-hmm. Like, feeling like you like you get it you understand my perspective and that's all that matters like I don't care that you know who wins or whatever else I just like need to feel hurt I need you to Mm -hmm. to say like I understand you know because because you know that I had thought about every different option of how I should handle the situation because we had been arguing for you know several minutes or whatever else and by the time I made my decision of like how the rest of the argument was going to go, I had played through all the scenarios in my head, you know, yeah, whereas to you, you're like, Oh, well, what the heck? Yeah. You know? Well, so. that's another thing about this, the whole like figuring I've been learning about stuff too is, um, 
women's brains are structured differently than guys' brains, and you have a better stability and capability to process things differently versus me just being sporadic and I just get like shell shocked and I'm just it blurts and I just mm-hmm. say stuff and I'm just like why did I do that yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. versus you like logically stepping through the things you're like four steps ahead and I don't know it's like I don't want to I don't want to call it a chess match or a chess because that's again like a competition mm-hmm. but putting yourself in another person's shoes or you can't make the move for them you have to wait on them to make the move and then respond or react based on their move in a, an appropriate way as mm-hmm. opposed to just like throwing all the pieces off the board. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, um, that makes sense. And like taking each other's perspective, I think we both are such, um, I, I don't know what the word would be, like not strong people or like not stubborn, I don't know, maybe stubborn, whatever the word is that we just want, like our, like we just want to say our piece and it's like, when we would be arguing, it's like instead of understanding each other, then we're more just like, okay, but you need to hear what I have to say. Mm-hmm. And before you even acknowledge that you heard what the other person said or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know? So. I mean, I actually talked about this in therapy last week um, and to relate it to the Bible and stuff. It was because I was like, but I just, I know I was right and I did <laughs> hurt me so bad to give up my pride and my ego and, you know, and, um, He's, he was talking about how when uh, Jesus fed the 5,000, 5,000, 4,000, 9,000, I don't remember the exact number. And then when he walked on water, but like he, he told his disciples, or he had like one piece of bread and he said, give it, you know, this is all you have, but give it, give what you, give everything that you've got away. Mm-hmm. And he did that and then got blood and fed, you know, Jesus ended up mm-hmm. feeding all the people. And so it was just like, that's how you have to live your life is like you have to think about it like you have to give up everything like your pride and your ego mm-hmm. to be the better person and stronger person and yeah it just kind of puts things in a whole different perspective and i think too like when you um admitting that somebody else is right doesn't necessarily mean that you're admitting that you're wrong mm-hmm. you know so like just because you admitted that i was right didn't mean that you were wrong for getting upset in the situation or didn't get it mean that, you know, like it's, I don't know. I think yeah, that's yeah. an important part of being able to like uh, understand each other is just because you do understand my perspective doesn't mean that you were wrong in your perspective yeah, or yeah. whatever, you know, totally. we're all learning different things. So <sighs> anyways, <sighs> hope y'all have enjoyed this therapy, therapy session, session so far. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, let's get to some of the Instagram. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, if yeah. If you haven't taken the Instagram, go take it and um, tell us what you think in the comments if you're watching this back on the replay. And if you enjoy hearing us talk about this, let us know that too. Um, we Not just Instagram, just like, like relationship, yeah, relationship stuff. Because stuff. The, we're, we're constantly learning. I would love to talk about this every day. I would go live and have these conversations every single day, but I don't know if y'all actually want to hear us talk <laughs> right. about it every day. So let us know. For real, do let me know if this is something that you guys enjoy hearing and you like hearing Cullen and I sit down and talk about stuff because we would love to share more. We're definitely not perfect. We do not by any means have it all figured out and we still struggle for sure, but we've changed and grown so much over the past year and feel like we would be doing a disservice by not sharing the real and true side of our marriage and our relationship. We share so much on our day, not daily anymore, but our vlogs. Um, on our Cullen and Katie channel and on our Instagram and 
on Collins podcast and everywhere else. So we just want to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We want to make sure that we're not just giving the perception that everything is great and letting you guys know that we do have struggles as well and the things that have helped us to work through them. Because if it weren't for other podcasts we've listened to and books we've listened to and therapy we've been to and everything, we would we just wouldn't have made it to where we are. So I hope this was helpful for y'all. Um, please do let us know if you want to hear more of this or if it's something that you didn't really care about. We want to hear that too. We're open to all the feedback and um, we'll just kind of make a decision about whether we're going to do more of this or not. Who knows? You just never know with us. We come out of the blue with all kinds of random stuff. Thank you guys so much for listening today. And don't forget to give this podcast a rating or an applause or whatever platform you're on. Just, you know, like give it the feedback (laughs) if you liked it so that I'll know if this is something that you guys enjoyed. Thank you guys so much. See you next time. Bye.